0: Hey there. Welcome to the Mind Care Podcast, the podcast on mental health matters. Hi, I'm JT
1: and I'm Janine. Join us every Wednesday as we navigate through today's most relevant issues on mental health and wellness and help promote happiness in the world.
0: After each episode, our conversation continues on mindcareclub.org where you can take the next steps in giving your mind the care it needs.
1: So thank you everyone for tuning in last week's episode where we introduced MindCare Club and the First Step program. If you want to watch the first episode, episode you can find the link on our description box below
0: but before we begin we would just like to inform everyone that watching this podcast is not a substitute for any consultation with a mental health professional so today in our second episode we'd like to address the common concern in this day and age anxiety we have three guests from our care team of mental health professionals with us today to answer some questions from our audience
1: so please welcome Miss Angela Mabale, Sir Rafael Opsima, and Dr. Ron Elepaño. So one of the questions that struck us was, when should I worry that I'm worried? Actually, worrying is part of our normal reactions
2: to changes in our environment, to unpleasant things that are happening, and when we encounter problems. So, actually, it can be associated then when you feel unhappy or frightened over a situation. Pero we can actually consider worry as a component of anxiety. Well, basically, anxiety is a universal human experience and it is actually a basic emotion. So, it can be associated with feelings of apprehension, uneasiness, uncertainty, or dread resulting from a real or perceived threat. So we should actually be aware if the feelings that we are experiencing is actually anxiety or a normal reaction to a situation. Mild anxiety can be considered as normal. So we can actually experience this when we prepare for an exam, when we have a job interview. And actually here during this COVID-19 pandemic situation, no? Talagang grabe yung worry and anxiety na nararanasan natin. We are worried about our safety, diba? the uncertainty that we have. We can't make plans. Hindi natin alam kung ano yung mangyayari and every day no na tumataas yung mga cases natin and very normal for us to experience etong worry and anxiety na to kahit ako personally i also experienced this anxiety no so nagkaroon ng time na hindi talaga ako makatulog and Nagigising ako ng madaling araw, kahit ako ay mental health provider. So, talagang very much aware ako that I am experiencing anxiety. Kasi sa gitna ng tulog ko, magigising ako and then maiiyak ako yung mga ganon So, actually, I am fully aware that time talaga na very much anxious ako about what's happening, lalong-lala na related dito sa COVID-19. So, actually, yung anxiety naman is since we said that it is normal, it can actually help us deal with our everyday life, di ba? Kasi when we experience mild anxiety, for example, kanina when I mentioned when we are preparing for an exam, when we experience mild anxiety, it actually helps us to prepare better, no? Talagang kasi worried ka, eh, no? Kung so, mag aral ka, maigi. Ako, isang example ko sa sarili ko, gabi ako mag-cram. Tapos feeling ko, kapag nag ako, mas nakakapagmemorize ako maigi. Parang feeling ko mas nagsisink in sa akin kasi no, ang taas ng attention span ko and actually, yung focus ko, no, grabe din kapag meron akong mild anxiety. Unlike lang pag feeling ko malayo pa yung hinahanda akong exam or hinahanda akong lecture or pagtuturo, no, hindi ako masyadong nakakaroon ng drive or motivation to do it. So, when we experience mild anxiety, it can also help us solve our problems, no? Kasi, dahil nga nag-nagwidean yung attentions pa natin so we can think of more alternatives no tapos parang mas nagigiging focus tayo dun sa goal ano nga ba yung goal natin so no yun yung mga positive na pwedeng maging result when we have mild anxiety. Yung physical or characteristics nito na pwede natin ma-experience or physical manifestations, we can experience somehow restlessness, diba? discomfort. Diba? Yung sinasabi natin, butterflies in our stomach, yun yun eh. No? Parang meron tayong uneasiness na nararamdaman and meron tayong tension, mild tension. Kaya dito we can observe ourselves no doing some mild tension-relieving behaviors such as yung Pag nagtatap tayo, diba? minsan may mga parang uh, mannerisms tayo, nagiging evident siya pag anxious tayo. So, yung naglalakad-lakad or minsan tinatap natin yung paan natin or yung fingers natin. So, yung yung mga manifestations if we experience mild anxiety. So, what's important, I think, for us is to be able to determine if what we are experiencing is part of uh, mild anxiety and it can actually be a normal stress reaction. Kasi may spectrum pa rin siya eh. From mild anxiety to moderate to severe and to panic anxiety. So, when we experience kasi moderate to severe anxiety, yun na yung we are having difficulty in focusing. Kung kanina, example natin, mild anxiety. Grabe na kapag-aral tayo maigi sa isang exam. Pag moderate to severe, nahihirapan na tayo dito. So, Nahihirapan tayo mag-focus and uh, there are difficulties in solving problems. And at the same time, magkakaroon din tayo ng experiences of confusion and purposeless activities. Tapos dito din pasok yung mga headaches, backaches, insomnia, sleep problems, and ganyan. And actually, pwede din nating ma-feel yung palpitations, yung mga muscle tensions and increase respiration or parang bumibilis no yung tibok ng puso natin parang yung hininga natin bumibilis so ito yung parang from mild nagiging moderate to severe na siya ibig sabihin so, this awareness will be helpful for us to be able to determine when do we need to consider seeking professional help and what to watch out for. So, tingnan natin kasi if there are already changes in our sleep pattern, so kunyari, di ba, parang supposedly 6 to 8 hours of sleep ay nagagawa natin per day, pero dahil sa excessive na yung, yung worrying and yung anxiety natin, hindi na nat- tayo nakakatulog like 2 hours of sleep na lang or minsan, pag nagising ka madaling araw, hindi ka na nakakatulog ulit, it can be a problem. And actually, yung changes in appetite, pwede dito hindi lang siya loss of appetite no, na wala kang gana kumain. Kasi pwede din yung overeating, it can be a manifestation of having problems na with handling your anxiety. And actually, pwede din natin to associate with our difficulty in communicating ourselves or in relating with other people. Diba? Minsan kasi nagiging irritable tayo, pero kapag nagiging um, giging sobra na minsan it affects our relationships with others kasi ano na tayo eh, anxious na tayo, so madali na tayong na-trigger yun no madali na tayong nagagalit and actually, we can also see ourselves not being able to solve problems or cope up. No, Yung parang existing na coping strategies natin, it seems that it's not working anymore. Parang nahihirapan tayong i-handle. Ibig sabihin, we need someone to help us process these things. And kailangan nating i-consider na maybe this is not part of my normal stress reaction. And very important dito yung awareness talaga. Kasi kung sinabi natin na worrying can be a Part of our everyday life and normal. Shalaluna with this situation and the mild anxiety then that na we experience, I can be part of our normal experiences. So, importante talaga to be able to determine if what we are experiencing is normal or we need na the support of uh, mental health professionals.
1: Actually I completely agree with your explanation. It's important for us to be able to differentiate all the various and valid ways to react to stress but also know which type of reactions we should be concerned about.
0: Uh, on a lighter note for, for some guys maybe if you're courting a girl, the yung anxiety mo sa first time mo siyang mahausap or first time mo siyang ligawan or rinig yung oo ni, ni girl, ba? So or ni boy, ba? So yun.
1: Now, another question we found important for everyone at home is this, how can I tame my anxieties? And from what I understood from the question, I think this person would benefit from knowing more about home remedies, right?
3: Here are the following things to manage our anxiety at home. First of all, take a time out. Somehow, stop and breathe. Insert something that could calm yourself, including meditation exercises, breathing exercises, or even listening to your favorite music at the same time. That could help you to distract yourself on the things that you are constant worrying. So that could help you know. Aside from that, is I always have this kind of daily exercise for my clients, is to have their own journals. Their journal serves purpose, no? And I want them to write their thoughts, their emotions, so that it could serve them as an outlet. So, sabihin, hindi lang magi-stay sa kanila. So, they have this journal to let their emotions, let the thoughts they're thinking to put it there. And while they are writing their thoughts and their emotion, it would give them awareness and a wider perspective what could be the triggering factor. And that's a good thing. Once the client knows what's the triggering factor, somehow they are thinking how to resolve those things and it's quite handy for me and in my sessions i'll always have the journal it's because it is really helpful for them of course aside from the journal i do suggest that they should have regular exercises at least 15 to 30 minutes three times a week with healthy ano yung mga healthy food na kinakain so how does it connect then when it comes to exercise kasi People who are highly anxious, it will be very beneficial for them it's because regular exercises could boost your mood, could release the tension from your body, and at the same time, syempre, more in physical healthy tayo. Diba? And the food, uh, based on a positive psychology journal, that eating too much um, fatty food is somehow connected with highly stressful or connected with the depression or different kinds of um anxiety. Yeah. And last thing is the social support. I always encourage my client to tell their thoughts from their family, their feelings, so that they could actually feel that their family is there to support whatever their condition is. That could be handy. Suguro sa normal setup set-up na, no? Sometimes, when we are anxious, it is good to brought it up sa dinner table, talk about it, talk to your family, oh, how is it? And yung nag- nagpapa-isip sa'yo ngayon? Pero, somehow, people have social support could actually more resilient. So, those things could be helpful for them. I mean, in a way, no? na even sa bahay la, they could practice on it. So, if there are times naman, they could actually undergo with counseling naman or actually undergo in a cognitive behavioral therapy but those four things are quite handy in terms of managing our emotions or our anxieties
0: so thank you very much for that sir Rathno those techniques are simple yet very effective. I think I've tried some of them before. For the others, I'll definitely try them and share them to other people who might need it in the future. Now, this one is a more specific concern from our audience, which I think a lot of people can relate to. It's, I feel so anxious that I barely sleep at night and it's already affecting my work. When I get anxious, hindi ako makahinga. I'd
4: like to talk about the need for medications when you have anxiety. In extreme cases of anxiety, when it becomes so debilitating, clients may need medications. The treatment of anxiety usually has three routes. First, would be the use of psychological measures where Counseling, psychotherapy might work in various forms of it. Secondly, would be the use of medications. And finally, a combination of both. Now, what will make us decide as to whether we will need medications or both or a combination of these treatments? For one, you will have to ask the client. Sometimes the the symptoms may seem mild for our assessment, but the patient needs immediate relief from the suffering that they experience from anxiety. And there's nothing wrong with providing them with relief through medications. Most studies will tell you that it's faster that they recover through medications. Medications can vary from symptomatic relief of giving them medications that will help address the the symptoms such as palpitations, some might be given benzodiazepines that will work immediately. Of course, the mainstay of treatment that we've seen so far is the use of antidepressants. And most of the studies will tell you that these are first-line agents for management of anxiety. The other question here is how long will they be taking these medications? It really depends on how well they respond to the treatment. If all things fall into place in terms of treatment, the treatment will range at least six months. Now, that will also depend on the kind of anxiety that they will present with. Some might need to be treated longer. But suffice to say, these are all available options for our clients, and they don't have to necessarily suffer. And medications are there to help ease one's suffering. One thing you have to consider, though, that you cannot take these medications without the guidance of your physician. So it's important that the medications that you will be taking should be monitored. So the moment you start taking medications and you find relief, that's a good sign. And it's a matter of us just counting the days and hours as soon as that the medication takes some level of blood levels so that it, it levels off and it becomes a good maintenance or that duration of time of treatment for anxiety. Are there certain risks when you take these medications? I always tell my clients that no medication is without risks. But if you look at also the studies and statistics, they're fairly safe. It's also a matter of being aware of what are the expected side effects. Depends on the type of agent that you will be using that will dictate the side effects. Commonly for those who are taking antidepressants, we see a lot of GI side effects. So some of them might have hyperacidity, nausea, vomiting, and but these are self-limited. They eventually go away, can be addressed by taking medications with food. So I think there's nothing so much that we should worry about. But remember, if you find that you have certain negative effects, it's important to discuss this with your doctor. Your doctors will know best how to address these side effects of these medications.
1: Thank you to all of our guests for educating us more about anxiety and the different form it takes. So that can be from worrying that's normal and valid that can also take the form of having some impairment in our daily functioning and even anxiety attacks. And we have seen an increasing number of people going through anxiety and perhaps if we do see them struggling, we can refer them to a mental health provider to be able to help them through their journey through anxiety.
0: Indeed, our conversation today with our mental health professionals is a very fruitful one. There's a lot of things that even I didn't know up until today, which I hope I could use in the future for myself and for the people I love.
1: And just as a reminder to everyone watching, this podcast is not a substitute for any mental health consultation. You may go to mindcareclub.com to book an appointment with any of our first step providers to get an initial assessment
0: don't forget to like and share this video and subscribe to our youtube channel join us again next week as we continue to help lessen sadness in the world bye, bye.